0: This is Andrea. And Connie's here. And we've just been wondering about all things church or theology or discipleship or Jesus. In 20 minutes or less. This is Just Wondering. wondering. Well, Connie, you're getting me excited. I don't know. Peter might have been my last pick. And I think discipleship goes deeper than that that Jesus could sign. Really? Like I just rose from the dead and like you're still on that. I thought we had moved past this by now.
1: Today, Andrea and I are just wondering about the story of David and Bathsheba. And in case you missed it, this is actually part
0: two of our conversation. Hopefully you've already listened to part one, but if you haven't, we want you to stop right now. Don't listen to this one yet. And go back and listen to part one first, and then you can come back to part two. We are excited for you to join us in this conversation. Now, here's, here's
1: an interesting piece. Yeah. Back to the story and reading through the lens of Jesus. When David confesses to Nathan, I've sinned against God. Nathan has a response. Yes. <laughs> you did. But that's not the last word. Hmm. God forgives your sin. You won't die for it, but because of your blasphemous behavior, the son born to you will die. And indeed, that's what happens in Scripture. Um, the son that is born to this, this son that was conceived out of this forced interaction act, yep. um, does die. And at this point, David has taken Bathsheba as, as a wife. Uh, I and mean, We all know not the only wife, but right. a wife. Right. And when, when the, the baby dies, David mourns. He's in sackcloth and ashes and goes then uh, when he hears the baby has died because he's been fasting and praying. And,
0: right, because the baby the, lived for a few days yes, after it was yes, born. Yes, it
1: was not immediate. Yeah. And so then he goes to Bathsheba. The scripture says, uh, cleans himself up. And they said, "Well, what are you doing?" He says, "Well, th- there's no point now because the child is dead." <clears throat> Goes to Bathsheba, and Scripture says he comforts her. Yeah. And then they are together again. Now is husband and wife, and they conceive a child again, and and it's a son again. And do you remember who that son is? That son
0: is Solomon. Yeah famous king solomon the wisest i think the wisest king that ever lived right so one of one of the things that i
1: see reading this passage through the lens of jesus is this work of redemption mm. and reconciliation that can happen because bathsheba is a victim she um we don't even know if she came to love or care for david i mean Oh. I I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, because right. we just don't hear anything from Bathsheba. It says David comforted her, so maybe he did develop genuine feelings for her. Mm-hmm. Um, in as much as he understood what love for a a woman was, I we right. don't know. Right. We don't know. And then there is this good that comes of it, because Solomon is born from this union of David and Bathsheba yeah and as you said becomes known as the wisest king that ever reigned and right. ruled you know right. and so to me there is this great offense and sin many sins many offenses in this story and then there is forgiveness and redemption and then this blessing in the baby Solomon who's born
0: in the story, yeah Connie it it I have mixed feelings about this story, mm-hmm. but one of the it's a hard story it, it is if, if you read it the way we're reading it, yeah, it's a hard story yeah and and unfortunately, I think the way we're reading it is accurate. I mean we haven't said the word rape yet, but. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And on the one hand, it is a wonderful story that reminds us that there is forgiveness, that none of us are defined by the worst thing we've ever done, Mm -hmm. that God sees us as more than that, Mm -hmm. that even those of us who are after God's own heart can still fall, Mm -hmm. and that even once we fall, there's still forgiveness and redemption. That is a beautiful truth Mm -hmm. that I think all of us need to hold on to. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I still really, really struggle with kind of our dismissal of Bathsheba, of what she went through, of the shame that she may have felt, uh, the unnecessary shame, Mm -hmm. but that she probably put on herself Mm herself. Um, as as victims tend to do exactly exactly and i wonder you know one of the good things about doing deeper dives into the scripture is that we can ask questions of the scripture that maybe we haven't before and i think god can handle this Mm -hmm. i wonder if what we think of as david doing this horrible thing because he took that poor man's lamb and we see it more as a hey she didn't belong to you she belonged to uriah and you shouldn't have taken what was Uriah's that still views women as property Mm -hmm. which they had no other alternative in the old testament that was just how they looked at it right we know now and especially when we look through the lens of Jesus women are no one's property Mm -hmm. so maybe the sin that displeased the lord wasn't that David took someone else's property as Nathan's story makes it makes it seem Mm -hmm. maybe it was what David did with it maybe the thing that displeased the Lord was how he treated Bathsheba what he did to her in addition to all those other things too but I sometimes feel like that particular act gets swept under the rug and we focus more on these other things the murder of Uriah Mm -hmm. the fact that she was already married and he still had the audacity to sleep with her Mm -hmm. I have a hard time, Connie, seeing good in people who do things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is a hard story because I believe with all of my heart that God forgives even the worst of sinners, of whom sometimes I feel like I am the worst of sinners. Sure. Absolutely. But it's it's hard to not just want to throw David completely aside cast him off and say look at this horrible person who did these horrible things uh, he did he did do horrible things but it's a it's a good reminder for me to give grace to others to let God be the judge and not myself
1: yeah yep
0: um, and that when there is repentance mm-hmm. like he had there can be reconciliation mm-hmm. even with Bathsheba mm-hmm. there can be healing this repentance and forgiveness. They're hard
1: things, and I think God knows that, always has, and tried to (laughs) to help us better understand it, Uh, incarnated in Christ, to walk among us and model it. Mm -hmm. I mean, what does he do hanging from the cross? He forgives. Yeah, He He forgives, he forgives, he forgives and i just i think that's his his model for us and andrew let us never be confused about this forgiveness the fact that we are all we're all saints and sinners right we know that expression right right? and it's and it's true and as we forgive it does the work in us that's needed not a work for the other person necessarily because that person may not have even ever asked
0: for it. They may not and apologize. They may not have yeah, earned it in any yeah, way. Yeah. I believe I just preached a sermon to this regard. I think you did. About how uh, forgiveness is for us. I think you it's did. It's something that God has for us. Yeah. And it's true. It is. It's hard. It's very hard. It doesn't mean that we're excusing what they did. It doesn't mean that we're ignoring what they did or saying that what they did wasn't nope. a big deal. Nope. It was a big deal. Yep. And yet we, we are still called to forgive. Mm-hmm. I love that, that God didn't just cast Bathsheba aside. I hate that their first child had to die. Yes, I don't think that's fair. Yep. I don't understand it. Yep. I'm not God, though, and I know I don't understand the ways of God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But God could have just left it at that. Like, hey, you know what? Because of this horrible thing you did, mm-hmm. Nathan could have said, your son's not going to survive, and God could have been like, okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. But instead, in God's great mercy... God gave them another son. Mm -hmm. Not that that ever makes the pain of the first one go away. I'm sure. But there is blessing in that, Mm -hmm. that God didn't have to do. Mm -hmm. That was a merciful act. Mm -hmm. That was a gracious act of God. I think that looking at Bathsheba as that little lamb who was so loved, who was a part of the family, and David treated that lamb as if it was just any other lamb. Yeah. It was insignificant. didn't matter. Nope. And I think a deeper truth in this story is that God especially is looking at Bathsheba and going, she does matter Mm -hmm. not just because she matters to Uriah, but because she matters to me, to God. Mm -hmm. And you can't just use and abuse people like this. You can't just treat people as if they're objects. Mm -hmm. And the thing that you've done has displeased the Lord. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think if we can read it from these other perspectives, We'd see that Bathsheba was not just cast aside, that she's not just the voiceless, you know, temptress or lover of the relationship mm-hmm. or the illicit mm-hmm. affair. Mm-hmm. She was a woman that God loved, mm-hmm. that God cared about mm-hmm. and did not like how David treated her. Mm-hmm. That's, that's probably all I got for today. Connie, I think that's, <laughs> I think there's so many other places we could take this story. We could. It's and so complex. This
1: is a great story. If you haven't read it in a while, you can find all of this story that Andrew and I are talking about in Second Samuel chapters 11 and 12. And then if you want a little more of what happens following all of what we've talked about, just keep reading Second Samuel uh, 13 and,
0: and on. And here's our invitation to you. I, I invite you to go and actually read these chapters that Connie just told you about, Second Samuel. Chapter 11 and 12 and, and maybe beyond. And let us know what stuck out to you. Mm-hmm. Let us know if there was anything we said in this podcast that you just completely disagree with or that you want to challenge or that you have a question about. Yep. Because we get better when we study this stuff together. Yep. The thoughts that Connie and I shared, we're bouncing back and forth off of each other and asking, but what about this? But what about this? Yeah, And, t- and let us
1: help us understand what it means to you. To
0: read scripture through the lens of Jesus. Absolutely.
1: How how does that read for you?
0: Yeah. So we look forward to hearing from you, and we'll be back again in a week with another Bible story. Are there things that you're just wondering about? Connie and I would love to hear from you. Send us an email with your thoughts, and we'd be happy to talk about it on the podcast. We're grateful to Charles Smith for helping us record these episodes and to Hook Sounds for allowing us to download this music titled Save the World.